0: (sighs) Whoops If you're watching this live, if you're not You don't necessarily, although I just told you We'll talk all about it in just a minute And three, two, one Good morning everybody, welcome Today is... Thursday, July 30th, 20th. and this is my first cup of coffee Yeah, so uh woke up late Forgot to set an alarm, rolled over, looked at the clock It said 6.57 And went, oh, that's weird um, And now we're here so my apologies to those of you who watch live. Typically, uh, what's really interesting is that it's the the last few times that I forgot to set an alarm. I woke up at five thirty, five forty-five, maybe six. You know, pretty tight to my normal wake-up time, but this is an hour and fifteen minutes late. That's not like me. So uh, I guess I needed it because I I went to bed at 9. So 10 hours of sleep. Guess I was tired and I feel bad about that. I make a commitment to this show and to those of you who watch live. So I'm, uh, I'm disappointed in myself But I'll get over it Now on the plus side I hand ground the coffee today. I used the burr grinder This is the first time with the burr grinder and the pour over. I forgot the salt though It's better. The burger on here is definitely better. And the next thing I've been doing a little bit of research um, I might want to kick up the temperature of the coffee for the pour over. I was reading something the other day that said boiling water. That seems a little too much. But maybe it's not. Keep playing with all the variables and see what makes the best cup of coffee. Still the, the Guatemalan roast from Costco. It's good stuff. Well, what... The... And you know what else? Can I show you what... No, I can't really show you without disrobing. Um, there's a tie up here that I ripped yesterday. So that was sad. So things related to First Cup. It's not been a good 24 hours. The rest of everything's been going well. Oh. What happened yesterday? had a great call with Jenny, who is... Uh, been been kind of internally using the, the term czar which which as I say it I don't know that I want to use that but anyway uh, Jenny's been working on books and for those of you who don't know we have a bunch of books some of them are original some of them are uh, repurposed content from martial arts radio and we've been working on the advertising that goes behind them so we had a call yesterday. It was like our fourth or fifth call. She's killing it. She's killing it all the while she's about ready to have a baby. So that was pretty awesome. She's great. And we're selling books. We've got books that are coming off the Amazon platform. We're going into bookstores now? I mean, that, that's, that wasn't just a box that we checked. Like, they've actually been ordered. Bookstores have ordered books to go on their shelves. I hope that continues because that's really fun. It's a cool, like, cool thing to think about. What else happened yesterday? Got, about, got a bunch of work done, client work um, Did the books, went to the gym, coached at another gym Came home, ate some food, watched some TV, went to bed Good morning Kat Honestly, she try, I think she tried to wake me up at the right time But I assumed she was trying to wake me up too early because she usually does And I told her to leave me alone and she did (sighs) What's going on today? Mm. Client work. I had a client meeting they got moved to next week Oh and um, really hopeful to get a draft done of the video, the promo video for the fight conditioning program that's, honestly that's where my focus is right now It's I gotta get those videos done so we can really start the promotion and if we can get that done then maybe we can get some sales and maybe we can get some money and maybe we can stop losing money and yeah that's a good thing right? You can see her. There she is. Cat on camera. Uh, what else to say? Anything else to say? It's kind of hot yesterday. That's all I got. All right. Let's see what you all wrote in. Let's see what we got for questions and comments and all that. looks like today we've got stuff from Frank oh and it's Thursday what do we we got? what came out today? what what shows out today? ah this is an important one Uh, episode 523 how martial arts schools can survive COVID-19 this was a broadcast broadcast? this was a recording of a zoom webinar that I did with Sensei Craig Wareham. It's about an hour long and in it we go over all the strategies that we have used at his school. Yes, his school is one of my clients to stop the bleeding and in a time when martial arts schools are shutting down and losing tons of students uh, I think at last check he had lost five Not out of like six, out of way more than five. So uh, if you own a martial arts school, if you teach at a martial arts school, if you're interested in where the industry might go, if you own a business that's not related to martial arts and you're interested in some of these strategies, or if you just want to maybe share it with school owners, you know, this this is an important episode. So check that out. Alright. Yeah, it looks like we have four quotes here from Frank. So let's dig into those. Oh, uh, uh, excuse me. Advice is what we ask for when we already know the answer, but wish we didn't. Erica Jong. I'll agree with that some of the time. Not all the time. Intuition, instinct, conscience. I mean, these are important things and they, they can help us make choices. But sometimes it's, it's hard to cut through the emotion, uh, the fear, the excitement to make a choice, to decide what makes the most sense. Asking people for advice is important. What are you doing, you know? But I think you have to choose carefully when you ask advice. Not everyone's advice is equally valuable. Do you go up to homeless people on the street and say tell me where I should invest my money? Maybe they could tell you where not to invest their money. Maybe they could tell you a lot of things. I think everyone has... Valuable information and and can offer advice on certain things, but not everything I'm not gonna tell you. Let's see What am I not gonna be able to tell you about? I'm not gonna tell you What it's like running a retail store in big city. I'm not gonna tell you what it's like I can't tell you anything about being married Never been married I can speak from a theoretical perspective because I've observed a lot of married people but I'm probably not the best person to come to for marriage advice I can tell you about martial arts, I can tell you about business I can tell you about working out but it's important to get advice and it's important to get it from the right people in your circles or maybe you're paying for it what are you doing? Responsibility is something you expect somebody else to do. Jim Rohn. Mm. Responsibility is something you expect somebody else to do. Yeah. These are cynical quotes today. (sighs) Hmm. I will agree that We tend to look at what others do a little more harshly than we look at ourselves When people mess up And it doesn't take much Much time on on social media Or on the news or even out in the world to to see that happening Hold on. Kat would you like to go under the blanket? for the sake of my couch I do that because she digs and digs and digs Um, but I think a lot of us are good at at least admitting to ourselves Let's combine this quote with the first one about responsibility, about being responsible, excuse me, and knowing what we should be doing. Doesn't mean we act on it, but I think we all know where responsibility is. The right thing to do in a given situation is if we're thinking about it from a, uh, let's say an ethical place or a responsibility place or a commitment place we know what those things look like. So if a situation like that pops up 10 to 1, you know what you're supposed to do And I've found Over the years that When I mess up, when I She's trying to settle in, it's cute but it's not working. She's not sure. I found that, you know, when I mess up, I'm thinking of a particular situation a couple months ago. And I, I went to it, and I said, hey, I screwed up. I read that wrong. Uh, it was about a meeting time. Um, I can make that meeting. We don't have to change it. It was a group of people. We don't have to change the time for me. And if you'd like, I will happily admit to the group what what happened. And the person was so taken aback at my directness and my admission of an error that um, she she almost didn't know what to say. She's like, that's not necessary but okay. when um, you screw up on it, I guess that's the lesson there. People will respect you for it One of the things I've, I've learned About the way people view me Everyone doesn't like me That's okay In fact I get the sense that I'm, I'm a, a People tend to feel pretty strongly about me They either really like me Or they really don't But one thing I have heard from others is that no one questions my integrity and I'll take that I'd I'd, I'd rather I'd rather be I'd rather people see me as honest and having integrity uh, than liked truthfully because being liked that can that can fade really quickly It takes considerable knowledge just to realize the extent of your own ignorance Thomas Sowell It takes considerable knowledge just to realize the extent of your own ignorance So we got a couple ways we can look at this one Uh, Those of you who have been training a long time How about that? How much do you not know? The further you get in martial arts it feels like the more you learn you don't know Oh, It's crazy I look at people um, like Kyoshi Dave Kovar who has a, I think at last count, eight black belts. Eight legitimate black belts. Not those aren't honorary. I have one honorary black belt. I don't count it the same as I count my regular black belts. It's kind of fun to say you have an honorary black belt. though. Uh, he probably has 40 or 100. That's a man who's been training his whole life and continues to train, continues to learn. And I'm sure if you asked him... Would be able to rattle off a bunch of things that he wished he could get better at. And learn. I'm in the same boat. But it's a much bigger boat. There's a lot more that I don't know. Than say someone like him or plenty of people. The more I learn, the more I learn there is to learn. And I think for a lot of people that can be really daunting. The other way to to talk about this is to... When I talk about business, when I work with my clients one of the phrases I use often is you don't know what you don't know. And that's the place to start. To try to identify what you don't know that you don't know is the solution to most business problems. If... If you know what you don't know You can research, you can learn, you can train If you don't know what you don't know You have to surround yourself with people who know and can tell you And in fact there are times when I will straight out ask people What don't I know that I don't know? And a lot of people don't know how to ask that How to answer that question So here's how I will Re-ask it I Say okay When you're in similar situations Someone who doesn't know what you know is talking to you and they say, I didn't even know that you could do that. I didn't even know that was an option. That's the kind of stuff I'm looking for. And when you get to that, that opens up a whole other world. As a business owner, as a parent, as anybody who has responsibility over anything. That's a good place to invest some time is trying to identify what you don't know you don't know then you can make the decision, is this worth learning? If you think that martial arts is only for punching, kicking and self-defense you're going to make a determination whether it's worth your time. But if you then learn that martial arts is also great for personal growth and character development and all these other things That might change your decision about whether or not to invest the time. But what if you don't know those things are part of it? Your decision is based on incomplete information. You don't know that you don't know. Try to learn what you don't know. Try to know about what you don't know. And this one closes us up perfectly. If you think education is expensive, try Ignorance, Derek Bach. Here's a great example. I've... Periodically had the attitude that I can learn anything. And I'll work on things. I'll work on my car. I'll work on my house I'll do this that and the other thing and I have learned that sometimes when I work on some things it ends up costing me more in the long run because I'm ignorant working on my car I don't understand cars I know more now than I used to but in my 20s when I didn't have a lot of money I would work on my own car and Sneeze. Huh. <coughs> Excuse me. And if I was to add it all up all the times that I was successful and unsuccessful, I probably still lost money. And time. And maybe I learned some things. Probably not. Which is why when I decided it was time to do some maintenance on my motorcycle, Stacy says because I thank you, Stacy. <laughs> which is why when I decided to work on my motorcycle I sought out a friend who really knows about motorcycles and I rode the bike to his house and he worked with me on things and taught me a bunch of stuff and I didn't have to worry I didn't have to, there wasn't risk I wasn't gonna break stuff and die that was important the the part B to this quote if education is If you think education is expensive, try ignorance. It's the action out of the place of ignorance. It's the, you don't know what you don't know. And the decisions that we make that come from that. That's what costs money. That's what's expensive. And it's what's risky. And it's what we try to avoid. And how do we solve that? By exposing ourselves to as much information, knowledge, discussion as possible if you watch or listen to this show there's a good chance that you pay attention to our podcast and if you pay attention to our podcast you probably pay attention to other podcasts and you've probably learned a lot from podcasts podcasts because it's easier to put together a conversational podcast they tend to be conversational there are podcasts out there with different formats but they take more time, more money But listening to two knowledgeable people talk about a subject, you can learn a great deal And the more that you learn from that kind of observational place The more you can decide where to go deeper When we have guests on the show, some of them get inquiries, they want to learn more Sometimes if they've written a book or, or done something, you know, put together a program People will reach out and want to learn more, want to understand more about that You can make the choice. Do I want to remain ignorant on this subject or do I want further information? Because we've crossed over the I don't know what I don't know. The unconscious incompetence to conscious incompetence. I now know that I don't know. And I can decide whether I want to go further. And that's a spectrum. I'm not taking credit for this one. I've I've heard this elsewhere. Unconscious incompetence to conscious incompetence, knowing what you don't know, to conscious competence, being aware of your own information you learn and you can you can put it together. This is kind of like you learn a form and the first, I don't know, hundred thousand times you do it, you have to think about it a little bit. But then the other side of that is unconscious competence The ability to utilize that information without having to think about it It's the best fighters They don't think, oh, there's a kick coming I have to do this block and then, nope, they just react and they, go, they do it That's the place we're all trying to get to From unconscious incompetence to unconscious competence And I think that's pretty relevant in terms of martial arts So once again to those of you who watch live, my apologies for being late I'm trying to remember the last time this happened It's been a while Thank you for allowing me to sleep in Uh, Not that it was intentional It was unconscious I was unconscious (laughs) Now if you want to write something in, if you've got a question, a comment Something you're looking for feedback on Drop it below, I'll answer it tomorrow Tomorrow being Friday, woo! I bet Frank has some nice jokes for us. He takes care of us in that way. Don't forget, coming up on Tuesday, the 11th installment, we're almost at a year, of Whistlekick Live will happen on Facebook at 8 p.m. Eastern. This show happens almost every day, almost every weekday, at 6.30 a.m. Eastern here on YouTube. You can catch it later. Excuse me, in your podcast app in audio-only form. If you want to support the work that we do, couple easy things to do. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Whistlekick. Throw us a couple bucks a month and we'll start throwing you some original content that you're not going to find anywhere else. Or you can make a purchase at Whistlekick.com using the code FIRSTCUP15 to get 15% off. And that applies to everything over there. Already. I hope you have a great day. An utterly wonderful Thursday. And I will see you back here tomorrow. Most likely right on time. Take care, everybody. Peace.